0: Two, time to Go Titans, episode four, five, four. four. I was doing a Monty Python joke for all you uh, kids <laughs> that's not, out there. You
1: could have
0: <laughs> said five last week. I am, as always, your host, Autumn June.
1: Bulldozing over everything I say today,
0: huh? Yes. Okay. You are, as always, my co-host. Nora Blake and Zoe Mars. Um, two things. Three things. One. Five things. Five things. One. That's a, that's a, um, Hercules joke for all you kids out there. (laughs) Because he can't count. (laughs) Phil can't count. Anyway, one, I just took my estrogen and then started recording the podcast, which brings a weird vibe to it that I'm really into. Mm -hmm. Two, um... forgot what 2 is. <laughs> it's Three. the one after one. <laughs> oh, two, uh, The <laughs> audio quality is going to be pretty subpar this time. We have to record right next to our heater and I didn't want to go back upstairs for a third time to turn Do it off. you want me to off. just go
1: turn it off right no, now?
0: No. It's just going to be lower quality audio. Um, this is a you know, giant basement cast. Is casts. that possible for us? Giant basement cast. We're just recording in the basement right next to the heater. Um, that's just what it is. Sometimes you got to stay warm. It's like thirty degrees this October twenty uh, first. We're ten days away from Halloween. Three. Oh shit. Um. No ten. I don't know if you saw me tweet this right before we started recording. We are recording. Time to go, Titans. I feel an export audio in my heart. This morning, I feel the spirit moving. Do you want to
1: not put episode three
0: in the export feed and then put episode four in the export feed? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna try to do time to go Titans, but I just I have the 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 I've been told to stop screaming into the microphone. I was being subtle. <laughs> I was being subtle
1: so that you wouldn't feel called out, but I don't care. I'm I was trying to be polite.
0: I'm fine with just being told that I have a little trouble regulating my volume. You have
1: a little trouble regulating your
0: fucking volume. <laughs> um, have you read any comics this week? Have I read any comics this week? I read ten pages of Hellboy. Well, I have read. <laughs> they were very good. Uh-huh. That's all I've ten really pages. had. Ten pages? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even read the full thing. Okay. They were very good. Uh, I worked like 40 hours last week, um, and I've been sick a lot. So my routine's just been a little whack, and I haven't had time for Mm like. I also, other than our day where we watched like three movies in one day, I have done very little media media consumption, period. That was a good day, though. That was a good day. We watched three movies in one day. That was a very good day.
1: What was the third one? We watched the
0: last half hour of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. We watched... The Witch. The Witch. Oh, this wasn't a movie, but we watched all three Lindsay Ellis videos about The Hobbit. That's true. Um, Which, you know, the day that we were recording this, Lindsay Ellis maybe canceled. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. You just did. I just just did. Um, I don't give give a shit about Lindsay Ellis. That video is good, even if I find her non-apology frustrating at best. We're not talking about this on the podcast. We're not. Moving on. I, you read, a I read a comic called War Mother. What the fuck is that? <laughs> so War Mother is a... I really hate... <laughs> the one time I've had... No, I've had content prepped twice for the show, and both mm-hmm. times I've been like, oh yeah, I'm reading Super Sons. Oh, I'm playing uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Every time you've had content prepped, I've been like, I've never heard of this. <laughs> so War Mother is a League of Legends tie-in comic? Okay. Published by Marvel? <laughs> I tried to do a. I tried to slurp so that I could do a. You may be wondering why I'm slurping, which is only funny to me. And then I just choked. (coughs) Oh, my coffee. (coughs) This is all going in the podcast. Oh, I know. Weird vibes this week. Last week. On export, I did cut out five seconds of you coughing. Um, but me coughing? No.
1: People know I've got a fucked up throat situation. <coughs> they, they know so about, like, about burning and everything, I think. Tell me about War Mother. <sighs> so War Mother is a sort of a backstory comic for Ash... You know, you might remember Ash from League of Legends as like the face of that game. If if other than Rise, Rise is the blue man who's bald, who's on the cover of everything. Ash is the girl with the hood and the the like the archer. She's the archer.
0: If if I I'm probably not going to edit this episode very extensively. If I were, I would put the uh, 741 song into deep right under you talking about this because you are
1: into deep. So over the last week and a half, I have gotten back into League of Legends and unbeknownst to me this is on the eve of their 10th anniversary of launching the game so they're doing like a big event right now which is great they also announced that they're they're doing a, an overwatch they're doing a fighting game they're doing an anime and they're doing a hearthstone and maybe more things yes they're doing a hearthstone oh they're doing a hearthstone <laughs> they're doing
0: a hearthstone I can't believe I'm finally going to get into something league related
1: you play League of Legends with me like every day I've played League of Legends
0: with you three times in the last ten days.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm in very deep. I'm almost. I've probably almost hit thirty hours of playing the game in the last I'm, couple weeks. Um, I'm passingly interested in their Overwatch. It seems like a thing. I
0: that seems like very early. The shit they showed was like extremely early. So when you when you say to me a game that's trying to compete with Overwatch, I'm like, yeah, I like Overwatch, but. Um, thought it turned pretty bad after the first six months, Um, I could get back into Overwatch. Why is that, Autumn? um, Because Blizzard decided it was going to be an eSport and that they were going to make $10 billion from it, and everybody... I was not good at Overwatch, Mm -hmm. so I was playing with people who were not very good at Overwatch because their matchmaking works, functionally. But... They all wanted to be good at... They all wanted to be an eSports pro. Right. And as we all know, a key component of being an eSports pro is calling someone F-slurs constantly.
1: That's how you get to... That's how you get out of cardboard.
0: It was especially... um, It was especially bad because I played Mercy, so I was, like, super-duper an F-slur in the eyes of everyone who played Overwatch. Mm. This has nothing to do with Teen Titans. But all of this to say... An Overwatch competitor, I know League also has lots of problems with harassment. I don't trust it to be better, but there's um, that six month window at mm. the start of Overwatch that was good. I could, I bet you, I could get into that first six months of this new Overwatch thing Look, and I've, enjoy that.
1: I've played like twenty five to thirty hours of this game over the last two weeks, and I've only had two games where people like were shitty
0: to me. I also. You know I love card games. Mm-hmm. The, the thing I'm actually here for is... Is the Hearts. Is, is the Le- the Legends Stone. of
1: Runeterra, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway,
1: uh, the thing about League of Legends is that they made it good. hmm um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not here to stand for League of Legends. I think... Uh, but you were talking about we War Mother. Ha- I just wanted to, like, touch on the, the mild oh. elephant in the room of... Riot seems like a shitty company to work for, especially if you're not a man. Yeah, for um, real. So, just poke On the, the one hand, no ethical consumption <laughs> under capitalism. You don't... On the other hand, don't make the worst decision possible because of chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, Anyway, War Mother is a League of Legends tie-in comic published by Marvel. It's four issues long. It's about Ash. Um... So here's the thing, is that League of Legends is racist. I I didn't know that, but I, like, knew that. Any ca- any game with, like, a big roster of playable characters like this, like your Overwatch, your Heroes of the Storm, your League of Legends, all those are going to be racist. Mm-hmm. Because invariably, the people making them decide they need to, like, spice up a character or, or whatever the fuck and, like... By making them African. <laughs> or whatever. Or just...
0: African, quote-unquote. Just... <laughs>
1: You know, half the characters in League of Legends have, like, a, 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 a Romance of the Three Kingdoms era, like, costume. <sighs> it's... I don't know why that's, like, such a big thing, but, like, half the characters have a, a themed costume about Weird.
0: around that. Weird how all these games um, are constantly spicing up their characters with, um, you know, like, racial... Weirdness, but like asking them to give you one gay character is like pulling teeth.
1: <laughs> I'm not up to date on the lore enough to tell you if any of them are gay. I know. No, don't. What are you doing?
0: I'm Googling. Uh. Are there any League of Legends Are there any good League of Legends podcasts? Is <laughs> the Google autocomplete? Ooh. Uh, are there? Who could say? Uh Nico is gay. Two this is from twenty seventeen. Two gay heroes help breathe new life into the League of Legends.
1: Uh there's another
0: new one from 2018. Who's the first one? Um LGBT plus champs from the League of Legends forums. Uh well, this is a very well, old post.
1: Apparently Talia is supposed to be a trans woman. Hmm.
0: It was supposed to be a trans woman, but it is instead hinted at to be bi. Like, maybe, like, there was some meeting where they're like, oh, we're going to make Talia trans, and then decided not to. Um, um, this post is saying that there is no
1: definite um, canonical. There's no canonical queerness.
0: But I don't know. This was submitted a year ago.
1: Yeah, go back to the other thing that actually seemed like it was going to answer the question. Which one? That one or the next one. Or the next This one. is
0: from November nineteenth, twenty eighteen. Um there is now an ad block thing. There uh, is now two queer champions in league, it looks like.
1: Nico, it seems to be the first one. Um
0: Nico seems to be the second one. I
1: don't know. Oh, so that's what I meant. Um, after Varus. Varus is two people and a Darkin fused together, two of which are gay, apparently. Okay. That's an energy. That's, <laughs> that's a, a weird a, vibe. It's a strong energy, I guess. I mean, look.
0: I guess Varus is plural. Varus is two people and a darkkin? Darkin. Darkin? So, there are. Is that a Dunmer? What is that? They're like.
1: D- I guess they, it, if you're talking about Skyrim shit, they'd be more like Daedras, I guess. Okay. They're like. Demonic weapons. So Cain, the guy with the scythe, is uh, like d- it is trying to possess him. Okay, that's why he's got the the two different forms. And so Varus is post-corruption. Like his bow has already taken him and fused with him in that way. This I t- did not know that Varus was also two men, but that's
0: pretty great. This tweet, um, <laughs> announcing the <that laughs> Niku Nico Niku Nico. Nico. This tweet announcing that Nico is gay is very funny. It's pretty funny. She doesn't seem to. Nico does like female champions more than male champions. Nico identifies as a lesbian. 940 people are talking about this. That's huh. not it. 940 people is just because of the embed. Not. Um. Riot has said that diversity is a goal for the developer. <sighs> How many champions and only two of them are gay? Look, only two of
1: them are stated to be gay, but if you play enough of this game, you'll find some. Um... So, this is actually what I was going to talk about because Ash and Sejuani are definitely gay, but it's like they're really trying for that not to be gay. Okay. They base, I think they get married. They become... They quote-unquote become sisters Mm -hmm. through some ritual. um, And they, like, swear vows to each other. In this comic. Okay. Uh, But now they are (gasps) enemies. Because Sejuani thinks that the only way to survive is to... um, checks notes, reduce your population through murder so that you have more food to go around. Whereas Ash says, what if we improved society somewhat. <laughs>
0: well,
1: unfortunately, Ash is a mon- real Ash is a monarchist unfortunately. She wants yeah. to
0: Oh, so this actually is Sharaznable versus Amaro, right?
1: <laughs> so Amuro's not a monarchist, but he might as well be. Uh the king is money.
0: Oh, then my Amaro is a monarchist. <laughs> um but,
1: <laughs> but like basically um I meant I, I to back up. I went on the tangent about this game being racist because it was like, oh, this is an interesting pitch and now you've described the uh Freljord, the sort of Skyrim zone as uh sa- as a savage, <laughs> which I don't love. Okay. I I don't I don't oh. like that. Basically, there's a whole bunch of different communities in Freljord and they are matriarchal, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ash's thing seems to be that she wants to unite all of them. And that's judging from maybe old lore. Because she had a, a skin where she was a queen, and then Trindamir was a different character. It was like this raging barbarian guy with right. a king skin. Is uh, this
0: how you feel when I talk about Warcraft 3? Maybe.
1: <laughs> um. Trendemere's kind of neat. He's got a big sword.
0: The thing I'm feeling is, you are invested, and so I'm really trying hard to pay attention, uh-huh. but I can't remember who Trendemere is, and so You I'm, haven't seen him yet in the game. It's fine. Even if I'd seen him yet, I wouldn't know who he is. <laughs> like, I'm paying attention, but
1: I can't follow this. <laughs> anyway, Sejuani...
0: Okay.
1: Basically, she is the... They don't... Oh the daughter of the war mother for her community and Ash is the daughter of the war mother for her community Ash's mother leads them on a whole goose chase looking for Avarosa's throne which is supposedly some treasure or grave uh, in the coldest parts of Freljord that will allow the- give them some boon to help them survive because it's hard out here uh, everyone thinks she's crazy Uh, They get to Avarosa's tomb, and it's just like a mound of rocks, and Ash finds a magic bow of true ice, which is like a magic ice thing. Uh, Her mom uses an axe and a spear of true ice before she dies. Um, Anyway, Ash and Sejuani are the only characters in this comic that are characters in the game, except for Lissandra, who's a third character who's like an an evil force uh, of ice. She is mentioned because some of the Frost Priests serve her. Each community has one Frost Priest, and they all, like, commune with each other. I'm really into
0: this. I love Frost Priests.
1: So there's... Every community has a Frost Priest, and they, like, provide healing and other, like, helpful services to the community. But they are also all linked to each other, and thus linked to Lysandra, who is this dark, like, ice entity. Oh, I love it. Who is subtly controlling all of these different communities. Okay. So that's uh, I would assume that is why people are against Ash's calls to unite all of these people. It's because then the this this force would not have a, the influence that it has now. Mm. Anyway, I'm mixing old and new lore. I think because they did do like a clean slate wipe in like 2018 mm. or 2017. Anyway. Uh, they, like, do the thing, they cut their palms, and they, like, share blood or whatever, and they swear vows to each other, and it's very gay, but then it's not? Because, I don't know. Straight people. Straight people. But then is like, okay, now we're gonna go murder that village so we have more food. And Ash's like, what if we didn't, actually? So, she's gonna take all those refugees from that village on her own... And walk out into the wilderness and try to lead them to survival. Um, And Sejuani is like, if we ever cross paths again, I'm going to kill you, etc. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, That rivalry is not reflected in the video game because it's a video game and you need to be able to play as both of those characters. Mm -hmm. So they can't fight or whatever. Like, I read a short story about Riven and Yasuo, two other characters, who like... It builds up to this fight between them, but then the fight ends prematurely because they can't have one of them kill the other because both those characters are important. Right. <clears throat> anyway, I got real deep into League of Legends in the last two weeks because uh, I got depressed. Oh! <laughs> uh, but it's good, actually. Is it? It's, yeah, it's, it's a good video game.
0: I'm excited for this Hearthstone and this Overwatch.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um, I'm excited for the animated series that they're making
0: it looks oh pretty cool. oh finally like an inroad to the uh, lower maybe for me I don't know that sounds like a way that I could of get of course into. the protagonists don't seem to be
1: like playable characters that's fine I don't I I assume that it is the same setting
0: but there's nothing explicitly said that I assume is that they would thing. introduce the that the protagonists are just going to be introduced as new champions at some point down the line I'm not sure but you know what I've I, I lost what I was gonna say it seems weird that like league to my knowledge has been like this wildly successful like media empire mm-hmm. you know yeah until now, based mostly just on the game and like it doesn't seem like um they've had um It doesn't seem like there's been a lot of like other media in the way that like, say Star Wars, another like sure. massive media dynasty, um, has the movies as the main thing. But there's the shows, there's the comics, there's the books, there's also I the would, games. I would
1: assume that despite its popularity and despite its like success, uh, being an esports video game is still super precarious financially. Oh, yeah. I would assume that, like, that's still too risky to, like, branch out that much. I mean, obviously, I don't know, but, like, it makes sense to me that they waited this long, and then suddenly they're like, okay, now we're, like, ten years in, and we've got six projects we're going to put out. I mean,
0: when you think about it, like, ten years in is not that long for, like, you know, Star Wars took 40 years to, like... Mm -hmm. I mean, Star Wars... Kind He's of became bigger. this twenty years in, um, and Star Wars is bigger. But Star Wars like became like that media dynasty that it is when the prequels came out twenty years later. You know, uh, for a, for a while it was just the three movies. That's all sure. the three movies and the merch. Well, after the RPG came out, right? It like took its time, and so when you think about like League reaching this point only ten years in, I guess it makes sense. It's just kind of odd to think about.
1: Yeah. Um, if, if you compare League of Legends to
0: Star Wars, we are at the birth of the extended universe. Do you think... Extended um, universe? Do you think uh, Tencent is going to buy Disney or Disney is going to buy Tencent? How do you think that's going to work out? I, I mean, nobody buys Disney. Do you think, like, okay, you think that, like, there's going to be, like, five corporations left in 20 it's years? Gonna, it's going to be Disney. It, I, th- I feel like in, in 20 years there will just be Disney, Amazon, Google, Microsoft have all merged somehow. Tencent and like some pharmaceutical company <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and that will be and
1: it Marvel's friend they make drones
0: oh um the, the, the arms manufacturer yes. that sponsored the Spartans of those Marvel comics until mm-hmm. they got cancelled Yeah, until they literally got cancelled not uh-huh. like how we mean cancelled <laughs> um but yeah, yeah.
1: no um Somehow Valve will end up on top. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I. It's not hard to imagine a world where Tencent buys Valve. It's weird. Valve is owned by Microsoft. Oh, is Valve owned by Microsoft? I thought Valve no, was No, wait, still- are they not owned by Microsoft? Did yeah. They used to
1: be Microsoft people.
0: I don't know. Gabe and whoever started Valve... Team were- Titans, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> ...left Microsoft to form Valve. As far as I know... Valve is still an independent yes. company. They
1: are a, an ethereal and uh, all-powerful entity that no one can touch.
0: Yes. All I want is for them to give me Important If True back. Why have they done this? <laughs> give Money. me Important If True back, you
1: bastards. <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to sleep if Important If True comes back. <laughs> you can stop listening to dumb export podcasts. <laughs> um, anyway, I... Read a lot of League fanfic this week, and I have been reading official League fiction, and also reading these comics. There's another comic series about Lux, and I'm going to read
0: that for next episode.
1: Thirteen so Titans. Thirteen Titans.
0: Um. So, what episodes did we cover last week? Because I want to draw a last parallel.
1: Last week, we covered some of his parts and Nevermore.
0: Okay, so it's not quite as extreme because last week. We covered the best episode so far and a very middling episode. This week we will be covering a pretty good episode and the worst episode so far. So there's a kind of interesting yeah. Watchmen mirror structure going on here. The
1: ring cycle?
0: No. The, the middle issue of Watchmen, like the, the issue that falls in the middle of Watchmen, um, if you read it, uh, the first ten pages are have this like look like this, you know, or whatever. And then the middle page, the exact center point of Watchmen, the panels make a big X, and then for the rest, the last ten pages of that issue perfectly mirror the first ten pages of that issue. That's what I'm saying.
1: Okay. So the answer is you. You were watching the Watchmen.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, That show looks really bad. We should watch that show for this show. I don't want to...
1: I really just don't have any interest in Watchmen.
0: (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) It's bad, and it's always seemed bad. I have a great deal of interest in Watchmen as a franchise, but only because there's this book that I thought was great, um, and is not actually that great, and then there's, like... Oh, Goblet of Fire. There's, like, so much other Watchmen stuff, and it's universally hated. It's not even, like, with so many things like this, it's like, oh, like, there's this one random issue of, like, before Watchmen that everybody really likes, you know. But there's really nothing else Watchmen-related that people like besides Watchmen. If, and maybe people like that movie. Maybe. I feel
1: like people who like Watchmen only like Watchmen.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway. So we watched episodes six and seven? Seven and eight. Seven and eight. Um, I'm I gonna pull up the, about it. I'm going to pull up the TV tropes while we're uh, talking here. Um... We already said this, I think, but these episodes were seven, switched, and eight deep six. Do you want to take us away with the synopsis for episode I would seven? Love you don't to have to take up us again. away with the synopsis. Um, I've viewed seventeen T V tropes pages this month without turning off adblock. It's not happening anytime soon. You're not getting my fucking money, T V tropes. Sorry, I have
1: to move away from this page, which is the uh, Funko Pop website.
0: Oh, yes. You're... Let's look at fucking Teen Titans Funko Pops. Let's do this real quick. Is there like a Funko Pop archive? Is there like a page on Funko where I can yeah. look at all the Funkos, even ones that are no longer in print? Look yeah, at it's called the catalog. One. It's right here. Look at this terrible Robin. Mm. Is that Go? Uh, it says yeah, Teen Titans Go, but it looks like in a kind of Yu-Gi-Oh anime font that I don't recognize as being associated with the Teen Titans brand. Um, this might be a different... This on okay. toywiz.com. Okay. I'm going to go to Teen Titans Go catalog Funko. Sorry, no products were f- shown from the selected filter. This sucks. I want... I want a website. This is...
1: like I don't know what to tell you. This is the catalog. You search... Yeah. I just... Hmm. DC Comics... Sorry, I'm getting distracted because I'm getting feedback on Coward Hour in real
0: time. Show me all licenses, damn you. Teen Titans Go, 87 pops, here we go, apply, filter, let's fucking rock. We've got Killer Moth at SDCC. We've got this weird-looking Beast Boy. And Cyborg and camo, let's look at this we got metallic, edgy Beast Boy. This has also got the, like, Yu-Gi-Oh font-looking thing.
1: I think this might be one of the alternate universe Teen Titans from the Teen Titans Go, like, finale thing.
0: Yeah. This is just camo cyborg. There's nothing special about this one, except that he looks worse.
1: <laughs> Snake, you gotta raise your camo index. Raven as Wonder Woman.
0: That's weird. Yellow Raven. Weird. Um, edgy Star- Robin, Edgy Starfire. Um, edgy Raven... This might be, like... Sp- These might be closer to the, like, new Teen Titans comics designs, maybe? Because this Raven is, like... <sighs> not gray. She's, like, white in the way that Teen Titans comics Raven is white. Um, I don't... Is she not white? It, well, in, in the cartoon, she's, like, gray, you know? Sure. But she's, like, a white person, but she's, like, gray. Whereas, uh-huh. like, she's just actually white in, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about Raven's skin tone without sounding weird. (laughs) I saw a clip of
1: Giant Bomb playing Bloodstained and Miriam had blue skin. I don't know how you got that.
0: We've got um, CeeLo Green as a bear here. Um, We've got Blackfire. Uh, So episode seven is
1: called Switched. The Titans receive a package containing puppets modeled after themselves. The Puppet King uses the puppets to trap the souls of Robin, Cyborg, and Peaceboy, Boy, and takes control of their bodies. While trying to do the same to Raven and Starfire, Raven uses her powers to stop him, causing their souls to switch into each other's bodies. The girls resolve to learn how to use each other's powers while in each other's bodies. At the Puppet King's headquarters, which I thought was... Oh, that was like that... It's like an abandoned school or something. Mm-mm. Raven and Starfire manage to use each other's powers to stomp the Puppet King and break the controller, returning all the souls to their respective bodies. This episode is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's
0: a body swap episode. I love, I love it. Oh, is that episode or is that synopsis already over? I was going to... Because I've noticed, I've noticed on this page here we have um, the PPG trending value, which it says here is trending value is a secondary market es- estimate... Provided by Pop Price Guide and Hobby DB, a third-party service. These values are based on com- completed sales and updated daily, so you can like track the Funko Pop stock market if you want to. And I was going to see what that Skeletor Pop I want so bad is. That Skeletor Pop I really like is $130 according to PPG. Oh, that's a really good one for only 20 bucks. It's dumb, but I like it. And here's a slightly worse one for $11. That Skeletor with battle armor. Yeah. Skeletor with battle armor. What about Skeletor
1: but a Funko Pop but a Pez dispenser? Um. Can we stop looking into this abyss?
0: <laughs> Skeletor with a black hood of yeah, the so bottom Yes, I'm gonna tap back over to uh, T V tropes a different abyss to remind me of where I am, what I'm doing. Body swap. Body you heard swap. About it? It's a good one. This is a good body swap it's episode. Think. You said that, not me. I did have a really um I, I'm i not saying... Body swap is not a kink I have. If uh-huh. you have a body swap kink, you, Nora, or any of our listeners, anyone's got a body swap kink, <laughs> utmost respect for you, it's just not my kink. I didn't um, say I had one. Well, it made it sound like you did. Okay. I had a moment... Um. I'm just really gonna I'm gonna totally (laughs) reprise this for a moment and just talk about my own kinks for a second. I was thinking,
1: at what point do we mention Totally
0: Reprise by name (laughs) on this podcast? (laughs) Everyone listening to this podcast should go listen to Totally Reprise because it is Totally Reprise in a huge way inspired Export Audio because listening to them, I'm like, I found a lot of the energy that I wanted to bring to Export Audio. Totally Reprise is a great podcast. I'm gonna do a very totally reprised thing here and just talk uh-huh. about my own kink, um, and then I'm but I'm also gonna like step away a little yes. bit from this kink because Robin, Beast Boy, and Cyborg get turned into puppets. Mm, love that. It's good. Love to get turned into a puppet. Uh huh. But they get turned into like wooden puppets that are controlled by strings. Not as into that. What kind of if, puppet would you prefer to be? I would rather just be like, just, like just, the just like a like, born doll. Yeah, like a bloodborne doll, exactly that. Make me that. (laughs) (laughs) Do that to me, please, as the kids say. Uh, So. Um, 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 totally reprise is about totally spies. Totally reprise is a totally spies podcast. The totally spies portion of that is coming to an end soon. So presumably, there's like a good jumping on point coming around the bend. Um, Yeah, it's called episode one. What are you talking about? Yeah, just listen to Good. I don't know. Just listen to all every episode. They have a. They have a Catwoman episode that's like one of my favorite episodes of any podcast ever.
1: It's great because they they talk about a twenty minute cartoon, but each episode is like at least ninety minutes long. At least uh, ninety minutes is short.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: shoutouts to Totally Reprise, honestly.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, yeah, uh, body swaps. Good. Um, body swaps. This episode is really good because um, like. Raven and Starfire are definitely just dating at the end of it. If you didn't ship them before, you ship them now. Uh-huh. Um because, like, there's a really good dynamic. Um, which I remember this body swap episode, I and I remember they have to learn how to use each other's powers. I forgot that this is the exact arc of it, which is that Starfire taps into her powers by um uh, letting all her emotions loose. She has to think about what makes her happy, she has to think about what like makes her angry, like, she has to really feel all of her emotions in an intense way, and, like, Raven's the exact opposite of this. Um, So, I forgot that, like, a big part of this is they have to understand, like, how each other feels to use their powers effectively to save the other, to save the boys. They also keep calling them the boys, Mm -hmm. which is just funny and cute, I don't know. (laughs) They're like, we have to save the boys. (laughs) Um... We have to save them boys. Um. Uh, and also they kill that guy. Also, they kill that puppet at the end of the episode. I think he comes back. Hmm. Um. But yeah, like them having to understand each other is really good. Um, there's a bit where it cuts to commercial break as Raven in Starfire's Body is being like, okay, you should know something about me. Um, I'm from a place called Azerath. My yeah. father is Try, and then it cuts to commercial. It doesn't do
1: that. It just says Azerath.
0: Yeah, it like cuts to commercial. She's giving her backstory, which sure. I like because I like having a mysterious, and I also like that we could get all of that later in the show. Um, we saw Trigon last week. We saw Trigon but last week. But that's not... I looked it up. That's not, not what not Trigon... actually Trigon. Yeah.
1: That is... The way that she personifies her anger is as a version
0: of Trigon, but it is not literally Trigon, like I said it was. in in some... I think in the comics continuity and in Judas Contract, it is literally Trigon is living inside the gem on her head. But in sure. this show, it is in slightly this, different. In this
1: show, he just lives in another
0: dimension. Azeroth. I think. I don't know. I think he lives in Azeroth. It might be hell. It might be hell. You heard about hell? I've heard about hell. Um... I've got tickets. You'll go there when you die. <laughs>
1: okay, well,
0: uh I just couldn't think of a joke, and so I just said some the first thing that came to my mind. Champ. Um
1: uh so this episode was pretty good. This episode was pretty good. Um they really like put the time into like play with those characters in a fun way, and
0: a lot of this first season so far has been we're going to pair these two characters uh, who wrote this episode? Not not this oh, episode, okay. the next one. Okay. I was going to bring that up next episode. Okay. Um, it's weird that, and, but also fitting that that person wrote the words. We'll, we'll get there, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. Stop! Well, I just, I had planned out okay. the content, and you're jumping ahead. You're skipping over TV tropes. How dare you skip over I'm TV not tropes? I'm skipping over TV tropes. You, you know our good friend loves the TV tropes. Is there anything else Um, this episode you wanted to talk about? Um, any like specific moments this is the best written Raven has
1: been so far like of the Raven yeah. comics I've read and the Teen Titans movies and the show itself like this is the best Raven stuff I, I agree like Nevermore is great for personal reasons but this Never is Nevermore is more
0: of a cyborg and beast boy episode I feel like kinda um <clears throat> with Raven as like the framing device almost Um, The other thing I want to just quickly say about this episode, the guy who's playing the puppet. uh,
1: Yes, the guy playing the puppet. You're
0: doing a better job of it than he is. (laughs) I can tell what he's going for, but he's really bad. It was really taking me out of the episode every time he spoke. Mm. Um, I do
1: think that this is a good episode to come after the episode where we saw that Raven does have a whole bunch of emotions, but she keeps them, like, locked up.
0: Yes. I don't think you could do Nevermore. I don't think you could do Switched before you do Nevermore. Sure. Um, Assuming
1: that kids, like, remember that shit, because I sure didn't.
0: Yeah, no. Like, but I like, definitely would have been yeah. seeing this episode in reruns, but as you're just watching the show in order. Um, Makes sense. It builds it's, off of
1: Nevermore in a great way. Yeah. Um, anyway. This would have been a better dev- double feature, honestly, than what we got. Yes. We're going to get there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read TV tropes We're gonna now. We're going to do TV
0: tropes for episode 7. Switched. <sighs> Switched. A very short TV tropes page. Bless the fuck up. I can fit this all on one screen on my laptop. Comically missing the point. Starfire. Oh, Raven, this is awful. Terribly awful. Raven, tell me about it. Starfire. Very well. Begins babbling at light speed, nuking inanimate objects as she goes. Uh, this is this happens right after the commercial break. Starfire just recaps the episode so far, which is a very fun funny like children's cartoon thing to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is commercial break. We're going to recap it just in case anyone tuned in between breaks. Um demonic possession, the Zoe Page. The three male That's titans not, I'm, not, I'm not a demon. <laughs> the three male titans get their bodies hacked with lifeless strings loyal to Puppet King. That there we go. I'm going to just open this page and just uh, see if I can find examples of this for um, my own personal reasons later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Flat. I'm going gonna, gonna to save that for uh, later on in this page, but go ahead. Raven's response to being told she has to feel flight in Starfire's body. Freaky Friday flip. Starfire is Raven and Raven is Starfire. Girls' Night Out episode. No entry. Just listed. I didn't. I love that girls' night out is gets its own trope, but um, like dudes hanging out being dudes is probably not a trope that shows up. Just guys being dudes. Yeah, just guys being dudes is probably not a trope. But anytime two women are on screen, Ooh. we gotta have a trope it's, for that. You remember that trope where women hang out? <laughs> <laughs> that
1: classic trope. We um, can't say remember that classic trope sarcastically to every. TV Tropes article that we look at?
0: Um, should I ban it from my vocabulary? Maybe. Um, like epic. I do really like the end of the episode. We, I talked about this a second ago, but I like the end of the episode where Starfire is like, hey, do you want to meditate together? And then Raven is like, sure. Afterward, do you want to go to the mall? It's very cute. They're definitely girlfriends now. They're girlfriends now. Um, you love to see it when the sulky
1: one and the perky one get,
0: like, together. How do I shoot web? That's the girls... Not- try again how do i shot web sorry (laughs) i just read that correctly sorry i should have read it incorrectly how do i shot web the girls get stuck with each other's powers as well as their bodies and have to figure out how to use each other's powers in this episode although both their powers are emotion-based starfire uses hers by letting her emotions free while raven is generally forced to suppress hers so her powers don't get out of control so getting used to the switch is tricky at first that's the episode mind control eyes the boys all have grow- glowing blue-green eyes while the puppet, while under the puppet king's control. Voices are mental. Worried about how they're going to use the word "mental" in this sentence. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, the voices were originally supposed to stay with the body, but because Tara Strong and Hind and Walsh were so good at imitating each other's vo- character voices, the characters decided to just. The directors decided to just have them keep their voices.
1: Oh, I get like mental, like thinking your voice is your thoughts. So when you switch, oh, okay. When you switch bodies, the new body has your voice.
0: Yes, not the body. Voice. I assumed they did this because it was easier for children to understand. But no, um, we don't care
1: what children think. Yes. Anyway, that's uh, comically short TV tropes, article. Why don't Less you go ahead and short. click the next one just to see.
0: Uh, oh, even shorter. shorter even even shorter. shorter. What if just like these get shorter as the show goes on because people didn't? People were like, "Oh, I'm gonna document all the tropes for and TV, then they Teen Titans," and then they just never did. Th- that's what we're. That's what our no, can- no, no, no. You cannot a make divi- me. I have received a divine mandate. You are. No- I will not. <laughs> I am not going to update know any I TV put tropes page. On this
1: earth to do, and it is to fill out. That's Pit Boy. That's an easy one to fill out. <laughs> so, episode eight. Limb
0: systems.
1: <laughs> do you know about Hive? I sure as hell don't. <laughs> so, deep six. A mysterious new villain called Trident appears and starts stealing nuclear waste from ships. While on a mission to stop Trident, the Titans meet Aqualad, an aquatic hero who knows more about T- Trident's plot and his sidekick tram, who helps rebuild the T ship while the Titans search for Trident. The T ship was not mentioned in the summary up to this point. It is the submarine that they are using underwater. Uh and all of them have their own little cockpit where they control Shrug. I don't know, whatever. I think Raven has the gun button. Yeah. <laughs> Raven has gun spell? While Ryan and Raven fawn over Aqualad, Beast Boy and Aqualad quarrel over who is better. They eventually realize the Trident is more than one person, and soon discover a colony of Tridents. I wouldn't call that a colony, it was more like an egg laying chamber, but uh playing on Trident's ego, Beast Boy gets all the Tritons to quarrel with to quarrel is a yeah. favorite word here. Quarrel with each other. The Titans then lock the remaining clones in a cave.
0: Yeah, they <clears> at the <throat> end of the episode, um, they just, like, seal off this cave and decide to never worry about it again, which is a really bold move, I think. Because, like, it's
1: this room with all these big eggs with fully formed uh, trident mans
0: in them, and um, presumably those guys could just learn how to dig and become a really bad problem when a thousand tridents escape. But beyond that, like,
1: the, the heroes show up to this uh, cave full of, like, this this fucking supervillain birthing chamber, and it's like okay, time to do some abortions. <gasps> I guess, <laughs>
0: like okay. It seems like they seal up the cave so that they don't have, the, so that the writers do not have to address the problem of. I guess we are going to abort these fully grown men <laughs> that are in eggs. <laughs> that are in eggs. Uh, it's weird. Uh, so also a lot of interesting talent working on this episode. No, um, voicing Aqualad, who will become a recurring character uh, later, the uh, leader of Titans East, I believe. Perhaps Titans West, but I think it's Titans East. Um, uh, well, the Atlantic by- Ocean would vo- be the East. Yes, I don't know where the regular Titans are, West or East. So I They're can't in tell City. you. Yes, I don't know where Jump City is, so I can't tell you if it would be more appropriate to have a Titans West or a Titans East. Anyway. you got Titans East,
1: Titans uh, Prime, Titans Australia, Titans South.
0: Batman Incorporated. I was just doing a PAX joke. Oh. Flew over your head. Flew over my fucking non-gamer head. Anyway, Aqualad is voiced by uh, Will Wheaton. That's the first of our new interesting talent that will be uh, showing up sometimes in this show. We also have this episode written by, oh, who's this? Marv Wolfman, uh, fan writer of the new Teen Titans. This is interesting to me mostly because this is the worst episode of this show so far. I barely watched this episode.
1: Unsurprising because I hated the Marv Wolfman comics. Yeah. This episode sucks. They should have gotten an actual Wolfman to write it. (laughs) You give a dog a keyboard and it's just as deadly as a a human with a keyboard.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: What I'm saying is Marv
0: Wolfman is a Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is terrible. It's just... (sighs) Aqualad and Beast Boy are jealous of each other until they aren't, and then, like... They're not jealous. They're just, like, bickering
1: because they're, like, trying to out-macho each other, and then Raven and Starfire just show up in the background and have hard eyes at Aqualad all the time.
0: Yeah. They just think he's hunky. And, like, Robin and Cyborg are like, yeah, this guy's so rad. Uh, They have, like, no homo crushes on him. Um, And there's really... Nothing to this episode except Beast Boy bickering with New Guy and New Guy bickering with Beast Boy. Because he's cooler than Beast Boy, much like Starfire's sister was cooler than her. It's, um, the, it's the exact same as the Blackfire episode, except even less good somehow. And the Blackfire episode... It's less <laughs>
1: good because A, Marv Wolfman, B, Will Wheaton, and C, uh, there's no plots. There's no plot. They just fight over... Uh, no... There's no I saw the villain. He's over here and then it takes them like fifteen minutes to realize that there's more than one of him, so all of their arguing was pointless. This episode sucks. It's boring. And also they're they're cowards for not addressing the uh huge birthing chamber of supervillains. Yeah. I'm not gonna stop saying birthing chamber, even (laughs) though they're technically they're hatching, but like it's (laughs) fucked up and weird
0: and they don't address it. Um When we started watching this episode, I kind of vaguely recalled it as like, oh, I think they have like a Scooby-Doo mystery thing going on here where they have to investigate who Trident is. No, Aqualad just shows up and tells them who Trident is. Um, that yeah, would have been he's more a, He's one of the most
1: vicious criminals from Atlantis. And then it shows a picture of him lifting a column. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What fucking TV tropes are there for this episode? I'm done talking I'm about I'm done talking about Fuck this. Fuck this episode. It's boring. Fuck Mark Wolfman. Fuck Will Wheaton.
0: Let's read me the it's tropes. It's not even offensive. It's just boring as shit.
1: That is offensive.
0: <laughs> read me the tropes. <laughs> the Ace, Aqualad. Chick Magnet, even Raven falls for Aqualad's ma- Masculine Wiles. <laughs> oh, I found the title for this episode, Titans <laughs> Titans, Episode 4, A- Will Wheaton's Aqualad's Masculine <laughs> <title> Wiles. <laughs> Hoisted by his own petard, uh, Beast Boy and Aqualad trick Triton's clones by saying they can't all be the best Trident, which causes them to fight and destroy each other. I work alone. Aqualad. I usually work alone. Beast Boy. Yeah, me too. What does that link to? Um, you wanna this guess? Do is... you want to guess what this bl- links to? Um, something about, like, irony or something because this is the only funny joke. Don't! I want to finish <laughs> what I'm saying before you, I mean, you wh- wasn't gonna spoil click it, it. it. I was going to hover over it. If you hover over it, it will show it. Okay, god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you gotta cut that noise out of the podcast because it was very loud. <laughs> I will lower the noise. I will not cut it. Um... <laughs> Anyway Prideful Squawks <laughs> Now I've got to mark where we are in the episode so I remember to do that. Oh don't worry, you'll find it. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to this episode before I edit it. I'm just gonna music music so I can get it done before I go to work. Um anyway this is the only funny joke in the episode, because Aqualad says, I usually work alone. Beast Boy says, yeah, me too. And then Aqualad is like, you're literally with a team. <laughs> they, they do the same thing when
1: um, he's like, you can talk to fish. And Aqualad's like, I'm talking to you, aren't I?
0: Yeah, but that's less funny. Right, um, because it's Will Wheaton. But this this trope is going to be something like ironic or sarcastic. No. Um Blatant Lies. There we mm-hmm. go. I knew it. I was in the right ballpark. And then final trope, me as a crowd. Triton's ultimate plan is to make an army of himself. There you go. There we go. Do we have... Oh, this is a good illustration on the Demonic Tropes TV Tropes page. Demonic Possession. Demonic Possession. Uh, I'm going to check podcast at gmail.com, which is where you can send questions. You can also tweet at us, if you have questions, I don't think we got any mail today, but just kind to do it.
1: We do put out the call like 10 minutes before we record.
0: Yesterday we did put it
1: out uh,
0: extra early. <clears throat> um, um, I'm going to click your tweet just to make sure you didn't get any responses to your tweet. Nope, just two likes. Okay, no listener mail. That's cool. Uh, Nora, where can people find you
1: online? You can find me on Twitter At Neither Nora And at Zoetics That's Poetics But spelled with an X Uh, You can find my poetry On Medium.com Slash Zoe Mars Slash at Zoe Mars Medium is weird Uh, You can also find me on The Cowher Hour Hell yeah Sorry Which launched today Uh, It's a horror movie podcast With friend of the show Briar Sovereign We watched Friday the 13th on wednesday the week that this comes out uh we are going to be recording our second episode about the witch from 2015 i think i need to write y'all a letter about the witch uh so feel free to watch along with us and send us emails about that we got some good questions for friday the 13th we'd love to get more stuff for the witch uh
0: just about that today yeah i will sorry to tell you your own business you don't need to tell me to tweet I tweet (laughs)
1: uh yeah so Titans Coward
0: Hour Explore Audio you know you know where I'm at yeah uh you can find me on Twitter at Allison underscore coffee A-L-I-S-O-N underscore coffee um what am I doing um we were supposed to record Hot Singles this week it got delayed by me being incredibly sick uh we did spend the day watching like three movies though so that's okay um So Hot Singles will return soon. I promise. I pinky promise. Um, Aeroplane. uh, The most recent episode went up today. Um, We talked about Totoro. We also... I think it's really one of our best episodes. I'm really proud of our Totoro episode. It's one of my favorites so far. um, Next episode will be Kiki. That will be going up in three weeks. We've been doing two weeks, but... um, Em and I are both just a little overworked, and it's felt like... um, we don't actually have any break between the episodes, even at bi-weekly, um, so we're going to stretch it out to every three weeks. Hopefully, we'll be feeling a little better about that. Um, I'm going to use that time to hopefully like bring in other things to talk about alongside Kiki, maybe like watch some other coming-of-age anime or something. I haven't thought about it yet. Um,
1: it's witches, so like you could watch Harry Potter. Yeah. You could watch Little Witch,
0: Academia, the- which is Harry Potter. God, Little Witch Academia is not a very good show. I should watch Little Witch Academia to talk about on the Titans podcast because it is weirdly relevant, I think, but not nearly as good, I think. Here's the rule that I have about Titans podcasts. Okay.
1: I I don't have the authority to make this rule, Mm -hmm. and I've gone against the spirit of it by talking about League of Legends. I don't really want to talk about My Hero Academia on the podcast. Okay, we're not going to talk about My Hero Academia... But we are going to talk about what My Hero Academia is based on, because Ruby comes out soon.
0: Yes, yes. My Hero Academia, as we all know, is just a blatant ripoff of Ruby. That's just true. Um, We will bring back Newbie. once Newbie's coming back? uh, Should we make its
1: own theme for that, maybe? Maybe. Um, I want to keep up with Ruby this time.
0: Yeah, we will do our best. Uh, That will, of course, feature Curly, uh, which people should go listen to Curly's... uh, new podcast that they've started since the last season of Ruby called Hand to Hand and Heart to Heart, a fighting game podcast Mm -hmm. it might be Heart to Heart and Hand to Hand but I think it's anyway, uh, it's a really good fighting game podcast with uh, Curly and um, Amar uh, at Cigarettes Um, it's really good Um, what else is going on, that's an abnormal mapping podcast just like Aeroplane Um, I
1: like like Aeroplane
0: Aeroplane's really good Oh, I know what other research I'm going to do is I'm going to buy that Kiki denim jacket that I was looking at from Hot Topic. That'll be my I was, research.
1: I was going to either hold you to that because you mentioned it in the podcast. I was either going to hold you to that or buy it for you, and I hadn't decided what. <laughs>
0: I'm making a very cute face right now, listeners. You really are. That's um, called your face. <laughs> if I kiss you, will you buy it for me? Yes. Damn it! <laughs> she dodged. Anyway, um. Comics. Comics. I'm going to try and read some comics before the next episode. Actually, um, this podcast may end up taking a skip week just because um, we are going to a wedding this weekend. And so I can't really guarantee um, that we will have time to do anything in the next couple days. Because I also want to do an export before we go.
1: A week from this weekend is also when Ruby comes back.
0: Okay. so we need to like start scheduling that yeah so maybe like this will take a skip week as we just try to get Ruby in um but it'll maybe it won't take a skip week maybe it will we'll see how it goes
1: yeah
0: um maybe we record an episode <clears throat> from a hotel room <laughs> <laughs> that's fine with me anyway um anything else we talked Cow hour we talked uh, yesterday an episode of export audio went up where we read from like five years ago game informers top 100 video games of all times well we we're the the we read 200 to 101 on the previous export audio and then in this episode we read like 100, 100. to 1
1: that's
0: right um it's we also a,
1: talk a lot about the Zelda timeline.
0: We don't we don't talk that much about it. We talk a lot about Zelda. We talk a lot about Zelda. We talk about we talk about all sorts of things. We just read a list of Heroes of the Storms characters at some point, which is a dumb. I thought about cutting that from the podcast, but then I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh yeah. If Yeah you It's know, you know what? Busy I'll- Times over export.
1: I'll say it. My name on League of Legends is Zoetry, that's poetry spelled with an axe. Just, you know, in case anybody wanted that information. Um Yeah. Time to go, Titans. Take your dreadful comic books. Let's go.